If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at TNTradio.live. TNT Radio. You're listening to Kate Shimarani on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hey, it's Kate Shimarani, and we're back. Can you believe it? January is just going so quickly. It's now the 14th, Sunday the 14th, and you're here listening to me, Kate Shimarani, a natural nurse in a toxic world, looking not very natural, but you know what? I am gorgeous, so just deal with it. Anyway, what can I say? Um, you are now in the natural nurse army. I told you last week. And we're doing seven day benders. So you shouldn't be going out and eating junk food and taking all those terrible junk pharmaceutical drugs. Uh, just to say a quick disclaimer, if you are taking any prescription medication or you do have any symptoms, any new ones or worsening ones, please do go and see your indoctrinated doctor immediately. Do not take anything that I say other than with a pinch of salt. It's for cartwheeling around the room and information and fun purposes only. Anyway, what a month it's been. So um, we are now here in January. And what's interesting with those tyrants, because this is medical crimes in tyrannical times, um, what's actually happening is they just keep spewing out the same old rubbish. Now, I know some of you are listening to me in Australia, some in America, some in the UK, and thank you for your wonderful, wonderful emails. So I know we're picking up lots of, of new natural nurse army recruits, my students, as it were. So quick backstory. I had uh, cancer 12 years ago and following uh, surgery, I signed myself out on day two after reading uh, a little bit out of a report of 50 cases, the Gerson therapy and the China study. The rest is history. I declined chemo, radio, tamoxifen and Zolidex and I'm here to tell the story 12 years on. That was to change my entire life. A lot of you already know that, but a lot of you are hearing my show for the first time because I've been getting a new slot because you like it so much. And this is what it's all about. Never have we lived in a time when so many people are aware of what is going on. How did I know about natural medicine? Well, my ex-husband, Dr. Farama Shimarani, got stuck his head up with the 9-11 Truth Coalition and he started to get a lot of books through. And this is, he got a DVD about natural cures for medicine. So there was my baptism of fire that everything I'd learned was a lie. Anyway, I was working on local radio. I got kicked off in February 2020 for daring to say it was a pandemic scandemic coming and that they'd be coming with a vaccine. But I was picked up then by the Sons of Liberty radio, Tim Brown, which I've been doing ever since on a Saturday. And I got sent our guest today and I listened to that interview and I was like, Oh my word, this man is in the same little paddle boat with me and everyone else is on that big cruise ship. The rest of us are all in the dark waters realizing, signaling, come on down, come on down and join us. And uh, one of the bits that I really liked was when he talked about doctors, students, because I always say that I'm gonna teach you all to be ministers of health and all the nurses need retraining to be ministers of health and healing. And you lot are all the students. And I loved that. And I loved that he is a believer in Christ and everything that's going on. And one of the things as well is I was trained in Becker's health belief model. Now, Becker's health belief model states that the patient should deem the risk so great that they do everything that you tell them without questioning it. What a dark model that is. And all of these people, when you go back, you find out that they're all from the same lineage, right back actually to 1699 with Sir Isaac Newton. They all go back, these terrible people. And it's all together jumbled up. But I listened to this gentleman speak. I'm going to bring him on because I like what he talked about with the World Health Organization because when I became an independent nurse prescriber, it was a dagger with a serpent around them. And all these nurses, as far as I was concerned, these indoctrinated nurses, it was just like giving them an even quicker weapon because they were now giving them drugs to dispense. They could prescribe and give drugs to the patients, making them all prescribers. And I was horrified. I was in a class of 60 
probably 58 idiots and I don't care. I don't care if you're offended and you're a nurse. Listen, the only good thing that came out of 2020 was when I saw you all dancing on your TikTok videos. Most of you were overweight, but at least you were moving, breaking sweat and you might lose weight. Um, but you certainly didn't know anything about health and healing. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been that size now, would you? But anyway, just telling it like it is. Um, Dr. Henry Ely, welcome to... The Kate Shimarani Show on TNT Radio Live. And it is a great honor because I follow you on Twitter, but you don't follow me. Could you please grovel, follow me? Um, I was kicked off for three years. Now they've let me back on. That was so, a mistake on their part. <laughs> Elon Musk, gave, yeah, they gave me. I was the most dangerous woman in Britain. I was taken off social media all within one hour everywhere with about a million followers everywhere because I was the one that was speaking out in Britain and this, you know, I was chased down Whitehall in my high heels by hundreds of cops. Wow. It's just, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've never had that many men chase me. It was great. But, um, <laughs> Dr. Henry Ely, um, you, uh, I was in America and I was speaking at the Red Pill Expo and I met mm -hmm. the wonderful Brian Ardis and his mm -hmm. gorgeous wife. And I really liked what they were saying about venom because, of course, snake uh, Scorpio venom is in Roundup Ready. Mm -hmm. They put venom in lots of medications, prescription medications. People do not realize. They don't realize what's going on. They don't realize the significance of it all. So I know that you are the founder of the Energetic Health Institute, which mm -hmm. is incredible. I've been all over it like a rash. And um, I like the fact that that you really are about being a teacher mm -hmm. and and having students. So let's just get cracking. I just want to give you the floor. We will have to, um, we take a little break, which we'll do in half an hour. But I, I like everything you say. So I'm going to actually for once be quiet. And I mm -hmm. want you to roll with everything you know about the World Health Organization, about the payload that they're hitting us with. The fact that people don't realize you need to get the blue light off your laptops, right, off right. your phones. Um, the fact that, um, you know, this is, people think this is new. I was reading about what was coming when I had cancer with all my husband's books. That's why I mm -hmm. knew as soon as they came with it, it was here in my kids' lifetimes and it wasn't going to be on my watch. So yeah. Dr. Dr. Ely, go for it. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me and big shout out to everybody in your audience. Uh, it, it's so wonderful. I never thought we'd be in a time where people would actually be awake to be able to listen to um, the pharmaceutical industry, the truth about what they really are and be able to consider what we have to share. I th you know, it's always been an uphill battle for us the last 25 years of talking about this, but now it's just like nobody trusts them. And I'm like, well, now you got it. When How can you trust a liar? And that's all they've ever done is lie, lie, lie. So um, going back to the uh, blue light, let's give your audience something right off the bat that they can use, okay? Because that's that's what we want to know. We got to get out of the lies and into the light. That's what it comes down to. Absolutely. Right? So uh, we, we were doing some prep work for the uh, Healing for the Ages conference. Totally want your audience to go and check out Healing for the Ages. Um, great information there on replay. We're doing another one. Hopefully you can come out. Uh, it's going to oh, be I September. Oh, great. Well, Brian already got you. Okay. He, want, no, he wanted me to come to the last one, but it was only a couple of weeks after the right, right. nightmare of trying to get in and out in America. And they took my suitcase for six days. Of course they did. Right. Of course. Because, you know, those that that, that sexy lingerie really dangerous is going to be Britain. a problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most dangerous woman in Britain. That's my title. <laughs> well, I like hanging. I'm going to hang it. We're going to get along really good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with the blue light, we were doing some research on, of course, we did a lot of work on plasmids. Right. The stuff that Kevin McKernan really brought to light. When I first heard the word, I was like, I don't know what that is. You know, so let's go read on it. I read uh, read a couple thousand pages on plasmids, you know, over a couple weeks. And it was just like my jaw was dropped like, oh, my God, these bastards are way further along than even my worst nightmares had thought mm -hmm. of. Right. Like they are playing God on a level there. They, we they are placing us into an extinction level event by genetically modifying bacteria with plasmids with with dna rings and that they can put mm. and insert any bioweapon they want into it was just jaw-dropping 
which and and the the flippancy that the, that they talk about this with the matter of factness that they play around and joke around with this stuff about is just insane. You know, no respect for God's creation. So what I what I I did was we started uh, going through some uh, research and that one guy came up that actually had some objectivity in here and said, hey, folks, um, if we're going to be playing around with these things, we better know what the antidotes are. You know, and his name was Amit uh, Chaurdi. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but he kept showing up in the literature. You know, we're doing peer reviews and he kept showing up, kept showing up this voice of reason. You know, it's like he's still on board with what they're doing, but at least he has some caution. He understands that, hey, we could mess around and kill everybody if we're not careful. Right. And so we, I started reading through some of his work. And one of the things that he came up with was that because he works for DARPA, of course, in the United States. And he said, you know, one of the things that we've already known for years is the intentional use of blue light to activate these plasmids. So I don't know that all plasmids are activated by it, but that's a, that was enough for me. This is the guy openly talking about it. So we went and did some other research on blue light. And of course, what do you see on blue light? Leads to headaches, uh, depression, eye strain. I mean, just all kind of emotional disturbances. This is all well-documented all over the place. So we went and we said, hey, everybody, this is enough for us. Turn off the blue lights. The first advice to everybody in your audience listening in is you, you haven't already done so. Turn the blue light off on your phone. Turn the blue light off on your computer screens. Turn the blue light off on your TV. And it's easy to do TV. with a smart woman. <laughs> That's a smart woman right there. The behind is just for DVDs. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't have one. But let's get the blue light out. And then it started making sense because right after we found that research, um, you know, and this is where we know God's divine guidance is involved in this for us. Um, uh, Biden, uh, I, I refuse to call him president, but Biden comes out and outlaws bans incandescent bulbs in the United States. And you're like, what? What are you working They did it here. Right? What did they and why do they do that? Because they want to make sure blue light is the light uh, wavelength used because now they get constant activation. That's why they're changing all the street lights out everywhere with oh, LEDs. Mine doesn't work. I want to right? why. Mine doesn't work. Well, I don't know. I just, just, every curious. time they fix it, it just breaks straight away. <laughs> it's just, well, they're, they're I, incompetent I at their job. <laughs> Absolutely. Or someone's. <laughs> So, some cat, some cats messing it up. But um, what it ends up, what it ended up getting for us was, it, uh, first of all, a respect. You have to respect your enemy. This is an enemy that, as much as I can't stand them, I have to respect them because they are far along. So we started going into plasma because everybody's talking about it. You know, we heard, and I love Brett Weinstein and everything he's done. You know, he's super good dude. Um, but he and a lot of folks were coming out, and Kevin McKernan was doing this at the beginning too, coming out and saying that, hey, this, this is a new thing, this is a new shot, you know, this is a novel no, technology, blah, 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 blah. And I had to check those guys a little bit behind the scenes and say, folks, my research from Walter Dorfler is showing that they were working on this in 1968. Dude. Yeah, a long time They're ago. That's what I read. <laughs> right. So there, there's, there's no, and so I sent them all some peer-reviewed research and stuff like that. And I was just like, look, you guys need to modify what you're saying. This isn't, we can't, we can't go out there saying that this is an accident. This wasn't intentional. This is intentional. This is what makes it premeditated murder is what's been going on. And we have to have the courage to start speaking truth. We have to start having adult conversations across the pond and all over the world about what is really going on and to do so without the fear of reprisal. They're going to come after us. They've, they, I was the only, the Energetic Health Institute was the only school that I heard of in the United States to get deplatformed off of YouTube. They deplatformed us in one day at, at, use, based upon what they said were um, uh, egregious violations of uh, and and promotion of misinformation videos that I had put out in 2020 years before uh, using only CDC data they said was misinformation I was like well they're not wrong <laughs> it's misinformation yeah, listen, but they're they blaming my, me for they it took, they took my license even though I was using for uh, I was actually using a study of PubMed uh, mm -hmm. they can do they took yeah they do they take you off everything but you know they're the devil's tools we don't care because look right. they're still here well well that's what cults do and this is where I start getting into 
before we get into because we keep trying to hit ourselves hit each other over the head and, and defeat them with evidence right and it's like there's no amount of evidence you're ever going to be able to show an idiot that's going to help them change their mind that's just not how this works especially when that idiot has a financial interest in the lie so you have to understand that there's a construct here that we are not going to be able to change we'll be able to defeat but we're not going to be able to salvage if and, I, and mm -hmm. I, this is the thing where so many people were trying like you can't salvage something that is cancerous and diseased you got to get rid of that and how do you get rid mm -hmm. of that with the truth so what we started doing was um you know we started getting into our research and we were like okay how are they delivering these bioweapons you know this is what dr Artis, dr schmidt dr group and myself have really been championing um, and we really launched this discussion, this open discussion of bioweapons. I'm very proud of what we've done because I see people using the word bioweapon all over the place now. And that started in September in Dallas at that conference because we did an entire conference on bioweapons and saying, nah, we were using it in the UK. I'm good. I'll tell give you, you a high five. You're ahead of your time. I'm talking about over here in the States. We got, you know, we got a, we are, we're a copycat industry, right? You know I what know. I mean? And I, and I'm okay with that. It all begins in the UK. <laughs> you know? So what we what we got out of it, though, was that, yes, we can have this discussion, you know? And they they tried a bunch of cyber attacks early on on us. They they actually kicked us off uh, the air somehow uh, during our first uh, presentation. But we we were kind of prepared for that. We had seen that happen in other conferences that I put on, and, and we were prepared, and our team backed us up, and, and we, were, we were good to go. But the thing that was really interesting and has been really interesting about it is the delivery systems. And this is where I like to educate people on, right? Like you were saying, doctor, when you get into the Latin root of it, the energy of this word means teacher. It doesn't mean tyrant. It means teacher. When you are looking at the word patient, the energy of the word patient, when you get into the etymology of it, mm -hmm. it says one who suffers and endures misfortune. Terrible. Yeah, that's why I don't take patience anymore. I said, as soon as I learned that, I was like, yeah, I'm not using that word. I'm done with that. I will take students. A student is one who aspires. Yeah, I'll take you. You're aspiring for the light of God's truth. Yeah, let's go and go and go after that. We can get Amen there, to right? that. Right. So what we started doing was we said, well, we got to we got we have to put this together in a way that tells the truth without sensationalizing we don't need to this is so sensational you don't need to sensationalize it you just need to show people so we did a lot of, of course screenshots and just showing like you don't have to believe me i don't i don't even want you to believe me what i want you to do is to do your own work let me help you start doing that work but let me show you what they are openly talking about a lot of people don't know that there's 521 schools in the world right now that promote life sciences degrees and a lot of people go well that sounds like a good thing life science life science is actually the playing of god it's where they build these plasmids a base skill set for these students when they graduate is the expectation that you will be able to walk into a stage three or stage four bio lab or I should say level three or level four bio lab and be able to produce a plasmid that will genetically modify a microorganism that is an expected uh, Henry, may skill I just, set. May I just say something here sure. just quickly? Yeah. And then I won't interject. Yeah. One of the things is a lot of these students go there, get these degrees, and they mm -hmm. believe that they're doing something fantastic for mankind. Yep. They're told that they are coming up with some fantastic new thing in medicine mm -hmm. that's going to be for the, the greater good of all and mankind. But what they don't realize, for any of you that are listening whose kids want to do that, is once you have created that, that's mm -hmm. it. It goes to the highest bidder. And the highest bidder is never the light. It's always the dark. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. exactly the way they need to look at it. It's working for the devil. It, that's exactly what it is. I mean, <clears throat> they told us Santa Claus was real, right? I mean, come on. They've lied to us from the time we were born about everything because the lies have helped them erect their systems of control. And their systems of control are to keep people at war with each other so they can profit off of that sick from cradle to grave so they can profit off of that and in a system of complete control and now control and surveillance is what they're trying to erect here so you look at the world health organization this is what i like to pull people back to is like let's look at their symbology everyone for a second mm, let's have adult conversations dull. about symbology what is this what when you look at the world health organization what do you see you see a target over the earth beneath it laurel wreaths right and on top of that target 
is the cult of Asclepius symbol. The cult of Asclepius dates all the way back to Hippocrates times. The cult of Asclepius was, like the name implies, a cult, a cult that worshipped the use of snakes, the celebration of snakes. All right? That's why they have that snake climbing up the staff. Everywhere you see that, that is a symbol of a cult. Now, I don't know about you. I'm not into cults. I don't want anything to do with a cult. Okay? Now, if you take the World Health Organization's logo and they even admit that it's a cult, if you if you take a look at that logo, what do you see? Laurel wreaths is an expectation of victory. That's what was given to people at the Olympiads when they won an event. You got laurel wreaths. And, and can you believe at the, at the uh, when they crowned this geezer in the UK called Charles mm -hmm. and they had this crowning ceremony, uh, his uh, son's wife was wearing that wreath on her head. Mm -hmm. And some other woman who's in Parliament, and she had that on. And they even mm -hmm. had some guy in a black robe that looked like the Grim Reaper darting across in the back. They think mm -hmm. we're all stupid. Oh, anyway, they're, please do they're, yeah, they're, they're, well, that's the thing about Luciferians. They have to show you what they're doing because if you give them control after they've shown you what you're do what they're doing, then they have control or dominion. They say over your soul. You just have to say no to it. So it's pretty straightforward. All you got to do is say no. But to say no, you have to know what you're saying no to. And in this case, you have the laurel wreaths with the expectation of victory, a target over the entire world. And what's the target? What's on top of that target? The cult of Asclepius. So what the World Health Organization symbol is saying is that we see the entire world as a target for the cult of Asclepius. And we have an expectation of victory that we are going to have control over dominion over all of the world using this cult. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is that when you go to Hippocrates, Hippocrates actually was a member of the cult of Asclepius, although he wasn't a practicing member of the cult of Asclepius, because he did some things that the cult of Asclepius didn't agree with. Number one, he taught women. A lot of people don't know that. He actually opened a school in um, Phoenicia for specifically to train women on how to practice medicine. But Hippocrates' first um, statement is to, in, in establishing the philosophy of medicine, is actually a social commentary against the cult of Asclepius. And a lot of people don't realize this. Hippocrates' first statement of the philosophy of medicine is simple. First, do, do no, no harm. harm. Right? Why did he say that? It's a social commentary on the cult of Asclepius because the cult of Asclepius, which was previously called the cult of Apollo, was about practicing surgery without any anesthesia. The priests would go into a trance. They would drink something, go into a trance and say that they were communicating with the god Asclepius, the demigod Asclepius, and that he would tell them where to cut. There's actually stories in Greek literature, and I spent a whole summer reading through some of these. There's actually stories in Greek literature of the cult of Asclepius cutting off the head of a woman who they were trying to extract a worm from. And then when they extracted the worm, they couldn't figure out why they couldn't reanimate her by putting the head back on the shoulders. This wow. is actually recorded in Greek history. This is how crazy these people are. What's also interesting about the cult of Asclepius is they needed bodies. Well, where's the best place to get bodies? Being next to war camps. So wherever there is a Roman military outpost, guess what was right next door all the time? The cult of Asclepius. And now you see that same model today with the weaponizing of medicine through the Department of Defense here in the United States. This is what's going on today has been going on for a very, very long time. Yeah, Dr. Ely, and just to say, you know, this is what I've said all along. If you go all the way back through history, even Nazi mm -hmm. times, where the nurses were paid for Reichmark, mm -hmm to find these disabled children. Mm -hmm. It's always the doctors and nurses, you can keep going back through history, who actually do the killing. And they, you know, you can call it end of life care, you can call it what you want, but you do not have the right uh, to take the sanctity of life. You have absolutely no right to take someone's life. 
And, uh, you know, these are silent weapons for quiet wars. Well, actually, I have that book. I've probably said it the wrong way around. Mm-hmm. But we, um, we're just going to have a quick break and a word from our sponsors. But don't go away because Dr. Healy is going to be joining us and he's going to be telling us much more in the next part of my show. You are listening to Kate Shamarani for TNT Live. And if you want to tell me about your medical crimes in tyrannical times, Kate Shamarani at TNT Radio dot live don't forget your marriage proposals on a postcard all serious offers will be considered um i'm joking (laughs) i'm a biological woman sitting on my biological vagina i say every single show and i get it in anyway back in a moment tnt radio's hervoy morich approximately six hundred and fifty thousand ukrainian men aged 18 to 60 have left ukraine for europe since the start of the war. It's a tough spot if your country is being invaded. Uh, that's one thing and you're a, a male and a citizen. Um, but you know, if, the war, if it's a globalist war, I, I wouldn't want to participate <laughs> in these banker globalist wars. And most of them just uh, are. Hervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. I'm Cal Fire Battalion Chief Isaac Sanchez. And normally we like to provide you with tips on how to keep yourselves and your family safe during wildfires. But given the historic impacts that the weather has had on our state this year, we would like to provide you with tips on how to keep yourself safe during extreme weather. If you reside in an area susceptible to flooding, please take the necessary steps to prepare to evacuate if advised. Make sure you've identified at least two exit routes out of your neighborhood as one of them may be blocked or flooded. As the weather develops, Remember to check in on vulnerable neighbors and family members. They may need additional time to prepare for evacuation. And just like during a wildfire, if you feel unsafe, please evacuate. You don't have to wait for the order to come. Keep an emergency go bag ready in case you need to evacuate. And always remember to plan for the safety of your pets as well. If you must leave, never drive around roadblocks. It can take as little as 12 inches of water to sweep your vehicle away. And always remember the mantra, turn around, don't drown. Be aware of first responders working in highly impacted areas, especially on the roads. For additional safety tips and updates on CAL FIRE activities, follow us on social media or visit fire.ca.gov. Right, I've got cancer. I've been trying to tell the rest of you, but no one's listening. And I don't just mean you ears, eyes. Would you look in the damn toilet for once? Hands, roll those sleeves and take a sample. And legs, trot off to the doctor to get me looked at. Because bowel cancer can be successfully treated when detected early. Now look who's finally woken up. Kate Shamarani on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. Welcome back to the Kate Shamarani Show on TNT Radio. Well, I'm here today talking to Dr. Ely, and he was at the Healing the Ages conference with uh, Dr. Ardis, who's been on this show. If you want to email us any anything that you want to ask us, anything at all, it's Kate Shamarani at tntradio.live. Now, what's actually going on in the world is something that was planned a long, long time ago, and all of these lies about it's a novel new virus. Actually, for all you doctors and nurses out there, I, I, I have absolutely zero respect for you. None, none whatsoever anymore. None whatsoever, because you don't know how to avoid and reverse disease naturally. You are literally pimps and assassins. And I'm going to say it over and over again. You're working for the occult. You recognize a symptom and you apply a drug. And I've seen it firsthand a couple of weeks ago. And it's it's not going to save anybody. And actually, when you start to go back through history, all the answers are there. There is one thing that I will say. I've even rethought what I know about Spanish flu. We know it was it was a vaccine that was given to the soldiers in Kansas and four out of five of them died. And then they said that they had some left over. So they said every man, woman and child, it was their it was their patriotic duty to give these vaccines to them so they didn't catch bacterial infection of the soldiers coming home. I'm actually even questioning that now. I wonder whether it was just actually 
another scenario like what we're seeing today. It was a bioweapon. They tested it on the soldiers, just like with the typhus vaccine that they tested on prisoners in the camps. The nurses tested it. It was the nurses. And because it, it managed to not kill quite everybody, I think it killed, what was it, seven out of 800. It was deemed out of 800 yeah, yeah it was deemed unsuccessful so you've got to wonder actually even though we know the official spanish flu story isn't real but even the second story where we're told it was you know they were trying to hide these deaths and get rid of the vaccines i wonder whether no they knew exactly what they were doing they were testing it on the soldiers and then they rolled it out for the people to kill everybody just like today but anyway let's get straight back in um dr healy thank you for coming on the show. You were telling us about uh, the World Health Organization run by Tedros, the terrorist once on a most wanted list, yes, for crimes against his own people. Um, there's another story actually that's coming out about that because there's a, <laughs> I didn't say it actually because they'll go mad, the Jewish Chronicle already have featured me. There's a big Jewish community as well in Ethiopia, isn't there? But we won't go into that just yet. We'll let Dr. Healy come back on and talk about that later. Um, Continue telling us all about what you know, really. Let everybody hear it for themselves instead of thinking I'm a nutter. Well, it, it, you know, I, I think what, what happens for us is, you know, we have to understand our history. If you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Um, and, you know, they they have a very small playbook. Um, these uh, these evil people, and they're not people, these these evil Cretans, they have a, they have a very simple playbook, divide and conquer. How do you divide? By getting people to hate. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. The only way we lose is if we engage and we fall for it, we take the bait and we start hating each other that are different from us. I was talking with some uh, some young men yesterday about this, um, you know, teenagers that are stepping into adulthood. And I said, if I were you guys, I'd be really pissed about the world that you're going to inherit because they're going to try to take you to the brink of um, of existence and then tell you that you have to do what they want you to do in order for you to exist. You're going to have to surrender everything. Um, and I'd be kind of pissed at the generation, pardon me, <clears throat> the generation that's handing that off to you. Because our biggest crime is that we don't listen to people who disagree with us. You know, it's okay. You don't have to accept with somebody who disagrees with you, but you, you owe it to yourself to listen to people that you disagree with and see, because sometimes they do have something valuable to say, like we've had on this issue of vaccines for decades now. You go into the history of this and what you learn in Nazi Germany, what they were doing, there were two types of camps in Nazi Germany. There were <clears throat> concentration camps where <clears throat> they were work camps. You had to work, you know, they worked people literally to death, labor camps, you know, mm -hmm. to do their job. But they had experimentation camps. And these experimentation camps like Auschwitz and Treblinka and places like that um, were where they were doing human experimentation without consent. This is where the whole notion of informed consent comes. And one of the things that you have to appreciate is the mentality of a Nazi. <clears throat> Nazis expect to win the war. Well, how are you going to control the entire world that hates you if you win the war? You're not going to have the military force to be able to do this immediately, and you're going to have rebellions cropping up all over the world that you're not going to be able to put out. How do you control people? This is where the Nazis what they were studying was mind control. Mm -hmm. How do we get people to do what we want them to do without military intervention? Because that's the only way. So what they were studying is how to make people susceptible to um, suggestion. And what they had settled on was that you need, number one, severe malnutrition. Number two, deposition of heavy metals. At that time, their choice was aluminum mm -hmm. and sodium fluoride. Number three is that you um, that you put them in front of a, a idiot box called a TV and you replay messages over and over and over again. And if still someone gets out of line, then you use the stick. Then you then you visibly beat, kill someone in front of everyone to maintain order. But what they wanted to do was to have this process. So what the Nazis had settled on were two 
delivery systems for bioweapons for mind control. The first of which was vaccines. And that's that study you were alluding to from Nazi Germany. This study was so horrific that it actually made General Patton go up, a grizzled war veteran, go outside and throw up when they were taking over these extermination camps. They couldn't believe what the Nazis were working on. The, you can go and find the pictures of the lampshades that were made out of skin and the shrunken heads and all the crazy stuff that these psychopaths were doing. They deserve to be wiped from the face of the earth. That's the just, only just, thing that just Nazis to say, deserve to be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Just to say, you know, it, it is horrific when you start looking at the photographs. They tested, you know, e exposure limits and altitude on young people. They, they cut and sutured mm -hmm. twins together. Mm -hmm. And just to say, who did the doctors and the nurses? Exactly. It, it was the doctors and the nurses. And whether you think that, oh, it, it's terrible. If you are coming with a loaded syringe of morphine and midazolam enough to kill somebody, you are exactly the same. There's no difference. You, there's no difference at all. You're a murderer. That's, that's, I mean, I don't know how to call it any other way if we're being objective, right? If we're really being objective and having adult conversations, it means we have to call things what they are. Mm -hmm. Now, the Nazis had settled on vaccines being a predominant way because they could force vaccinate these new populations that were under the control, but they also knew that the body wouldn't hold the poisons very long. So what they had to do was come up with another way. And what they settled on what were called water treatment facilities. That if we poison the water and if we use water as a bioweapon delivery system, we'll be able to do this. Now, the Nazis are ultimately defeated by the allied forces. Way to go United States when we actually had integrity. And what ends up happening, though, is a man by the name of Alan Dulles launches Operation Paperclip. Operation Paperclip is grabbing 1,600 Nazi scientists, bringing them to the United States and telling them to continue their work. And Britain. And, and, and Britain. I think, they, I split think up. Germany, they went everywhere. Yep. yep. Bayer. Yep. Bayer. Right. Yeah. They're, they're all, they, they, they took this evil. They were like, we're, we're not going to, there's a use for this evil. Let's find a use for it. Well, it's not an accident the war ends in 1945, and in the United States, in 1948, you get the Federal Water Pollution Act. And the Federal Water Pollution Act allows the government now to start seizing waterways and to pay for the development of water treatment facilities. And what's one of the first things that they put into the water? Sodium fluoride, the waste product of aluminum. They're putting aluminum into the water because they know that that dumbs down critical thinking. It dumbs down... A whole fluoride straight away sequesters magnesium, so it's going to disrupt neurologic conduction and muscular contraction, and a whole bunch of other systems in the body. Uh, and Doctor Healy, just to put in there, mm -hmm. because you can see the beautiful picture of uh, Grace Shara behind me, mm -hmm. you get a greater incidence of Down syndrome in heavily flor fluoridated areas. Mm -hmm. And when you mix fluoride with BPA plastic. Mm -hmm. You get a, an expression of 138 genes that you wouldn't normally. And uh, if you think that this is just, oh, oh, it's just, it's just a mishap. Oh, no, no, no. They knew exactly. That, that's what I was holding up this that's, book. That's it's exactly. Studies. It's by design. They were studying this. They've been, see, there, there's one country that did not ratify the Nuremberg Code. That's the United States. The United States doesn't ratify the Nuremberg Code because the United States and the CDC and the American Medical Association are embroiled at that time in the Tuskegee experiment. Mm -hmm. They already know that they're experimenting on, in this case, black men and their families. Now, this information for the Tuskegee experiment doesn't come to light until the Belmont Report of 1972, I believe. Can you and quickly then, tell us the Tuskegee they basically they infected men with syphilis and then with syphilis. just watched them, watched them and to see how far it went. The title of the study them. was was uh, had something to do with the um, study of syphilis uh, in the untreated Negro male or something like that. Nice. And of course, it was sold to black men by a nurse from Tuskegee, the Tuskegee Institute by the name of Eunice Silver who was a nurse and, it, and a nurse, the definition of nurse or the etymology is supposed to be nourisher. So this is, they're, they're walking around this cult 
acting mm -hmm. like they're doing something good when in fact they're just arbiters of true and unmitigated evil. So now That's what right. you have is by 1950 in the United States, you have water treatment facilities coming online to distribute bioweapons, sodium fluoride into the water and other things. You also have in 1950s, the polio epidemic. So you have now the advent of the vaccine. So now by 1950, by the 1950s, we have now started the exact thing that the Nazis had hoped to do. Now, at this time, nobody wanted to take vaccines because nobody trusted the shots or anything like that. So what do they have to do? They have to create the polio epidemic in order for people, moms especially, to get scared about their kids and being put in an iron lung and that if you don't get the kids the shot, this might be their reality. I mean, this is the this is the psych this is the psychopathic nature of these people where they can manipulate based upon fear and they don't care if they injure and kill children in the process. You fast forward a little bit. Uh, more and night by 1968 they start studying plasmids to be able to modify the genetic code and weaponize bacteria by 1972 they have the ability to genetically modify microorganisms and then they start releasing it we don't have e coli outbreaks in the united states until 1980 and then the cdc starts tracking those every year because again that's a part of their research and their study then what you get a little bit further on in 1980 is you get the advent of GMOs. You get the advent of GMOs with the promise to lower the use of pesticides because Silent Spring, the book that came out in the 70s, was something that had caught everyone's attention that, hey, we are being murdered here and we got to do something about it. So they said, okay, we have a solution for you to feed the world. We're going to go ahead and invent genetically modified foods and these will allow us to reduce pesticide use and, and everybody should be happy now, right? Well, pesticide use skyrockets and especially the use of glyphosate, Monsanto's mm -hmm. Roundup, uh, in accordance with this. This is just another way for them to keep continually poisoning us, poisoning us with bioweapons. And, and just to say, uh, since glyphosate came in, you're seeing an explosion of lymphomas in young people. You got people. it. And what and what's the largest settlement against Bear Monsanto uh, by a, a, a San Francisco court was for a groundskeeper who developed lymphoma mm -hmm. after prolonged use of glyphosate. I mean, 50 folks, million, is, 50 million yeah. he got. And then they sold the company so no one else could sue. Right. It was over 300 million. It was 314 million dollars. Oh, or it, was wow. either, it was 284 or 314. It was something like that that he he was awarded. But yeah, then they sell uh, um, Monsanto goes in with Bear, right? And what you start seeing, folks, is a clear pattern of of collusion Cartels. To, pra to practice. Yeah, it's a, it's a cabal to practice evil, you know. And that's the experimentation and the murder of humans at at of all ages under the guise, the lie that they are providing safety and this is for some, you know, some some altruistic research to preserve and extend life. When we went through, Kate, we went through, because you know, everybody talks about the plasmids and, and what do they sell the kids in those 521 schools offering these degrees? What do they sell them? You're gonna save humanity, right? Yeah. You're, gonna, you're gonna cure That's cancer, right? Guess what I have yet to see? And I've read, through hundreds of studies on plasmids. Guess what I have yet to see? One damn study taking a cancerous cell, like the Henrietta Lacks line, and attempting to inject it with some genetically modifying mRNA sequence or plasmid ring, and then seeing if they can actually restore that cell back to mm. health. You don't, they don't, there are no studies like that. How can you know if this is going to cure cancer if you aren't studying its ability to cure cancer? Because uh, it was actually, never designed for that. Exactly. And, you know, um, they, they, it won't, just to say, because I don't want to, it never wins because you can have a dark pitch black room and you only need one drop of light and it will, it will, That's it. That's it will light the room. Mean. But That's you can't right. have a light room and put a drop of darkness in and it makes the room dark. It's impossible. They won't win. And right. uh, you're in the most amazing piece of equipment, your body. And when you look after it right, mm -hmm. take away all the offensive things. You can heal. You can right. heal. Well, and this is why I get excited talking about this. I've been talking about it all day. We have a couple minutes. And if it's okay, I'll talk about it here. 
the, the key is understanding their bioweapon delivery systems. Now, with all the chemtrails, they're trying to bioweaponize the air. And of course, with 5G, they're trying to bioweaponize frequency and things like that. And they've been successful. They actually know what they're doing. This, the, all these bioweapons work together. But they're still, their two main bioweapon delivery systems are still these damn shots and waterways. So that gives us a lot of control. How do we give control? Say no to any damn shot. Anybody getting a shot at this point or giving it to their kids, that's, in, that's child endangerment, number one. Uh -huh. If you're taking it for yourself, I can't help you anymore uh -huh. because now you, you don't understand that these damn shots, the thing I tell everybody is just go and read the vaccine media and excipient summaries. Go and read them. That's the where you get the actual ingredient list what's in there. Now, you look at any ingredient list, you tell me point blank how any of those ingredients confer immunity. They don't. What confers immunity is your immune system. A well-nourished immune system confers immunity. What these are are artificial infections, now genetically infecting agents. And if you're too stupid to see that and you're going to get these damn shots, I can't help you because I've been talking about this for 25 years now. I actually am the first person in the United States to author a course on vaccine education that we offer at the Energetic Health Institute. We offer it once a year And now. you know what? We're gonna come. I'm gonna get, we're gonna get that in before the end. In fact, just in case we run out, look, the founder of the Energetic Health Institute, is it .org? Mm -hmm. Dot org. Dot org. Yes. Energetichealthinstitute.org. Amazing courses on it. Anybody out there calling themselves a nurse, you ain't worth anything. You need to just completely throw everything out of your head. That's why we started the British Nursing Alliance mm -hmm. in the hope to retrain you. But please, you know, the, you're talking about the water quickly. I don't want to miss this because I myself have a distiller. I've also got a Berkey. Good. But, uh, you got, you also, got the tools. Yeah, but uh, they're taking away the Berkey. They're trying to take them to court and the, rip them the, off and... They're trying to, but they haven't been successful so far, which is good for us. And we have backups. The one we recommend right now is a backup, and it does work seamlessly with an existing Berkey unit. It's called AlexaPure. AlexaPure is a wonderful filter. It's actually a smaller filter than the Berkey, than the Berkey in terms of micron size. So you're going to get more things out of it. They have published research showing that they can eliminate glyphosate. They can eliminate fluoride. They can eliminate uh, rocket fuel, MTBE all the things that we're concerned we are really concerned about that it does it but that's not enough and that's the thing i've been really teaching on with everyone kate is i used to think one filtration was enough and then your water's good to go mm. no 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 after you filter your water and this is the big thing we were showing at the healing for the ages conference after you filter your water it is essential that you then distill that water Mm -hmm. Now it's clean. I actually just sent three lab samples, three water samples out to another lab to make sure and verify our claims of what we're saying here. But we've proven that it eliminates chlorine, it eliminates the inorganic minerals leading to hard water, and it eliminates um, nitrates that are uh, evidence of pesticide residue and runoff into the water. We've got, we can get all that stuff out. I can, I've proven that at home. We're sending it to a lab now to validate what we're saying on everything, but you can taste it in the water when it's clean. When you filter, when you gravity filter your water and then distill it, now your water becomes impressionable. Now you can actually pray over your water and create structure in your water. You can run it through and, a structure. And just for anyone who goes, oh, what too. is he talking about? Do the work of Dr. Emoto. Dr. You know, we are mostly we are mostly water. Mm -hmm. We are mostly water. And this is why our word is our sword. It's our only weapon of offense. Mm -hmm. Put on your full armor of God, Ephesians. Um, you, you should always say thank you for this wonderful thing. I love you. You are you are yep. hydrating my body instead of all the wicked music coming out your radio and all the filth coming out your rap songs. <laughs> but uh, please, please do. We're going to have Dr. Edie back on. We're going to have him back on lots. I'm his biggest fan. I'm just so not worthy. Um, oh, please. please do continue. <laughs> Thank <laughs> please you. Please do continue. So, so the, the idea, though, is this, and this is this is where we want to get everybody into a military mentality. We are in a war right now, everyone. It's a spiritual war, and it's a war that it threatens our very existence. That's okay. We're going to win this one, too, right? You need God. Number one, there is no supplement you will ever take that is better than God. When people ask me about what supplement should I take, what's, I just did an interview with John Otto a few minutes before I came on here. Which supplement should I say? So let me let, let's have an adult conversation, okay? The adult conversation is there is no supplement you will ever take.
that is better than God. So number one, let's Amen start there. That. Amen okay? to that. And I don't care right. you naysayers, you're missing out. Right. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to help y'all too. And I'm going to love you and pray for you too. Right. But the thing is, there's your supplement. Start with God. Number two, understand how to disable their bioweapon delivery systems. That's how we buy ourselves time to really get into this fight and start winning these battles. We have to buy time. So how do we disable the shots? Simply say no. And I know some people say, well, I was forced to. Yeah, they coerced you really strongly, but you weren't forced to. There were plenty of people who said no and even lost their jobs because of Own it, your doo-doo and ask for forgiveness from the Lord. Own you got your it. own doo-doo. You, you 100%, Kate, right? Like that's where it's at. And number two now, purify your water. Mm -hmm. Because if we can say no to the shots and we can purify the water, we got God with us. We start eating organically, organic food. Grow it as well you, if you can't afford you, to. You, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Now what you have is you have a battle plan. You have a battle plan that their AI and all their evil could never predict for because they will never be able to account for the strength of the human spirit. And that's what we want to bring forward. And that's what clean water and clean food and God in your life every single day does for you. In fact, Kate, just to turn it back over to you, I mean, my favorite thing that I do every morning before I get started with the day, is I pray. And my favorite thing to say every morning, and I stay in this moment, it's something I urge everyone to do, give yourself a moment to feel this emitting from your body. I say, Father, I love you. And I stay right there until I can feel it emitting all throughout my body. And there's my, there's my shield and my sword right there every single day in this crazy Dr. where we exist. Dr. Ely, amazing. And you must come back on. Please do come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love uh, it. Yeah, I'll I love what you're some doing. more dates. You know what, folks? Every single morning, everyone who knows me, uh, and you follow my Twitter feed, I often put a little bit of um, the Lord is my light on my... Every single morning, everyone who knows me, uh, and you follow my Twitter feed, I often put a little bit of... Um, the Lord is my light on my Twitter feed in the mornings, always. One of the things I always do, I give thanks for everything I have. Thank you that I'm there. And I always say, Lord, show me how I may serve you. I, I've wept. I shouted out, Yashua, Yashua. And I wasn't always a Christian. It, it only came to me. But when it comes to you and that enters you, you don't ever forget it. Now, some of you are like, oh, I don't believe any of this. Then I pray that one day it will come to you too because you're missing out. The, na the gate is narrow. The gate is narrow and we need to go through it, but we will win. The Lord loves us, all of us, each and every one of us. We're created in his image and what he created cannot be corrupted. These people have been lied to. Satan's a liar. Anyway, thank you so much. You've been listening to me, Kate Shamrani. Don't go away. You can go for a pee if you're a biological male standing up. For your woman sitting down, uh, we're going to be back at the top of the hour. You have been listening to Kate Shamarani, Medical Crimes in Tyrannical Times with Dr. Ely. And get on his, get on his website. I'll tell you again. Join us back in a few minutes.